you know you need to do something about retirement. So, you Google financial advisors near me, and you schedule a meeting with the first search result. You nervously wait for your appointment a week out. You show up early, and they just called your name into the office. Now, what do you do? If you've ever been in a situation like this, or don't want to be in a situation like this, turn the volume up, because we're going to go over the three things you need to know that no one talks about when hiring a financial advisor on this episode of Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. As Christians, we were taught to be good stewards over our tithing and giving to the less fortunate. But when it came to our own personal finances and investments, we are clueless on what the Bible says. What does the Bible say about managing debt, leaving a legacy, investing, or even planning for retirement? We answer these and many other questions because we want to teach you how to be rich and righteous. If this is your first time to the show, we want to say welcome. If you're coming back for another spiritual refill, welcome back. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and this is Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. Hiring a financial advisor may be one of the most stressful things you will have to do, but if you do it correctly, it may be one of the best investments that you will make in your financial life. So today I want to give you three tips you should prepare for before making your choice. The first, know the difference between a salesman selling investment products and a financial advisor providing advice. If you thought there was a difference, trust me, there is. Well, let's talk about the salesman selling investment products. This is where a majority of your anxiety is actually coming from. No one wants to be tricked out of their hard-earned money. You hear all these stories on shows like American Greed where Madoff and these other scammers who have stolen millions of dollars and you're about to go into the office and speak to somebody about your life savings? Now, if you follow these tips, it'll help you lower your anxiety, but always do your due diligence first. See, these salesmen are just that, salesmen. They want the commission that comes from selling you a product, an investment, an insurance policy, or a mutual fund. This is a transactional relationship. You give the money, they give you an investment product, they make a commission, and you hope to make some money in the market. Now, we want to be fair. In some situations, this is the type of advisor that you want. If this is your first time in the stock market, you're just starting your career and just need some guidance. A transactional relationship may work for you. You have $1,000, you buy a mutual fund, they get a commission, and you're on your way. No problem. But if you have a considerable amount of money, you're ready to retire, you have grandchildren to think about, this may not be the best option for you. You may need what we call a fiduciary, someone who always has the client's best interest in mind. Okay? But... This is somebody who doesn't get paid on what you buy, but the quality of the advice and the direction that they provide. As an investor, you are seeking help managing your assets. You did not work 20 years just to give your money to someone else. You want to understand your options and leverage that knowledge of an experienced investor. So financial advisors, what they do is they look at your whole financial situation, not just your income and expenses and find out how much money they can invest of the difference. They review your insurance, your mortgages, your auto loans, student debts, emergency funds, retirement accounts, anything that will have a financial impact on your life. They make sure you are in good hands. 
So the next time that you're looking for a financial advisor, I want you to ask them this simple question here. Do you get paid a commission or do you get paid for your services? And I'm going to say that again, just in case somebody didn't have a sheet of paper here. Do you get paid a commission or do you get paid for your services? That will be the distinguishing question that will help you choose an advisor based on your financial stage in life. Number two, let's make sure that your values align here. There's nothing worse than having a financial advisor that you don't get along with. So let me talk about how most of us choose a financial advisor. We go down to our local bank where we have our checking and our savings account, maybe that we maybe had for about 10, 15 years now. And we ask the banker, do you handle um, investment accounts? They get kind of nervous. They get their advisor and you pray that he or she is a good person. Most of the time, you may have a bad feeling, maybe somewhere deep down in your gut. But you do it because you really don't know where else to look at this point. And you couldn't imagine just kind of walking into another bank and asking for help. Like, um, hello, uh, I know you don't know me. I don't have a bank account or anything here, but I need some help with my retirement. Right. I mean, you're not going to trust just a new bank with your retirement. I mean, at least you know them a little bit at the bank, right? So, well, I got some good news for you. The days of only picking a financial advisor that shares your zip code are over. With technology, now we have an opportunity to choose an advisor that shares our values. And if you love the Lord, you can choose an advisor who openly loves the Lord too. If you're an executive and receive RSUs, restricted stock units, and need someone who is familiar with them, then there's an advisor for you as well. You want the advisor that you choose to see things from your point of view. When you're worried about tithing, you want an advisor that understands that a 10% tithing is a non-negotiable. You don't need someone trying to convince you to invest more into the market. If you have grandchildren and you want to leave a legacy for them, you need an advisor who believes in generational wealth. Now, I want you to understand this. It is 100% okay to set up a consultation. With technology, you can schedule a quick 30-minute consultation and just introduce yourself. The first meeting should just be to get to know each other. Let me repeat that. The first meeting should be just to get to know each other. If they're trying to sell you something or get you to invest that day, that may be a salesman selling investment products and not a true fiduciary financial advisor. Now, now to avoid some of this, my recommendation is I want you to pick three of your top advisors and make a list of your top three values that are non-negotiable. During your consultation, I want you to get their perspective on these topics. This will help you make a decision on your values and not just on a song and dance presentation. I mean, everybody sounds good the first 30 or 45 minutes, but, but who are they at their core? Now, finally, number three, can you understand them? Now, this seems very minor, but when things get difficult, this becomes priority number one. When the markets are volatile and you need answers, you need to know what they are talking about. This is the reason I started this podcast, because I felt too many advisors want to talk over people's heads to show how smart they are. But individuals who really know a topic can easily simplify it for anyone to understand. That's why tip number two, making sure that your values align is so important. I mean, when your values align, you will start to speak the same language. Think about it. As a Christian, if I said to you, for God so loved the world that he gave his 
but have everlasting life. You said it, didn't you? You know John 3.16. There is an unspoken bond between us. So when we speak about contentment in our riches and giving to the less fortunate, there is nothing to further explain. When I quote Psalms 37, 16, and 17, Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. You instantly understand that it is better to have what you have honestly worked for than to risk your soul pursuing the riches of the wealthy by the way of sin. This verse encourages us to be righteous in all of your business dealings and work with honesty, integrity, and the love of God in your heart. And if you're a Christian investor, this aligns with your values and there's nothing to understand. We speak the same language. Understand, this is a relationship and it needs to be based on trust. You need to know that the person has your best interest in mind. So let's do a quick little review. You want to know the difference between a salesman selling investment products and a financial advisor providing advice. Two, you want to make sure that your values align. And three, can you understand them? If AB Ridgeway Wealth Management is on your list, allow me to say a few words about the firm. As a Christian investment firm, our number one priority with all of our clients is to guide them to God. Because without them, there's nothing that we can do. We provide investment advice from a biblical perspective. This is why we give so much information away for free. If you're still struggling with what questions you should ask when reviewing your investments, you can download our free guide on our podcast page at www.abrwealthmanagement.com backslash podcast. And it's titled A Christian Beginner's Checklist for Investing. It helps you navigate crucial financial topics such as investment objectives, tax issues, and potential investment issues. And it's a powerful quick reference guide with over 20 questions to help you align your investments with your financial goals. So as we wrap up, I want you to take your search for a financial advisor seriously. If you want to speak with a Christian financial advisor and currently reside in one of the 50 states in America, I want you to schedule a consultation and fellowship with us. You don't need to bring anything to the first meeting. We just talk and have a conversation around how we can help you reach your financial goals and relieve you of the stress of picking the wrong financial advisor. I hope that you've been blessed. As always, this episode was created by A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Or simply visit our website and join our family. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on his website and through other distribution channels. Elijah Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management clients pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. 
Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnest Thing podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.